This is Carolina Hachindani, and I'm reading from my debut poetry collection, The Book Eaters. The boxes. We move. We move every few years. What's made of glass, we wrap in newspaper, boxing memories that, for others, live in hometowns. Their memories are perennials, sprouting thoughts of years before, when holes were dug, when kids couldn't decide between irises and alliums, then the irises won, peddling memories of arguments, reconciliations, purpling that summer. We move in trucks, in boxes, our contents, four continents, and who knows how many cities, rooms, drawers. How many corners of us are emptied in the new town, free of the objects left at the last town's goodwill? We miss the goodwill of old friends. Memories stretch from the last place, the way I reached for an apple at the old grocery store, the whole pyramid of them toppling over, bruised, rolling. Memories of things falling do not exist in neat arrangements on display tables. They do not gleam on the waxed skins of red delicious apples, assembled in the same spot, in the same store we'd visit for years. We don't have the years. We store the store, our memories rolling to the next town, where some sense of not belonging lives under my hot cheeks as I overhear a girl tell another girl, the eyebrows of the new girl are like the tail of a squirrel. I hear the giggles. I feel the apples, bruised, rolling through my body, which is no grocery store. The floor of me does not shine. I am not lit with bright lights. I am the boxes we take to the next place, which tear and are taped. When my father starts to forget, I understand. The places never held us. We hold the places. We move. Partition. In your version of the story, people butter their fingers with notions of God, splitting India into a smaller India, a new Pakistan. The way a single roti's dough is pulled apart, the new spheres rolled in the palms, then flattened. The idea of God, the destroyer of human bonds, you will say. The reason for new borders, new pain to sprout on either side of a dividing line. You'll go on. I'll picture the edges of your words blurring to a hum as I think of how to wrest your rant from you. A rolling pin barrels over dough, widens the soft disk, makes it fine. You're a fragile, like a story that stretches belief, like a nation, like a thin disk of dough that sticks to a surface, tearing when it's peeled back. I don't know how to part the story from the person and keep the person. Order of Operations You try to follow your father's dictum. Stay ahead. Cover next week's chapter in Algebra Now, so when the teacher delivers the lesson in the future, the future will be a memory for you, the word problem you've already solved. A family travels in a train at a velocity X miles per hour greater than a car. From inside the train, 
The car seems to slip slowly backward, like salmon swimming against the current to spawn. But you are not chasing time to make life. As you speed through the weeks to the destination, you try to quantify the benefit of an earlier arrival. You need to know why, in the textbook of your life, the order of operations insists that you cry for your father before he dies, so when he dies, you are prepared. You live in the memory of pain, which is not pain. It's a family moving forward on a train. A cord to bind us. Was it not then, as I saw the future embodied in the body of my child, I sought a story to tether us together, my daughter, myself, a story, too, to tie the mother me to the one I was before I birthed her. The cord had been severed. Then I heard a woman ask, Is that white baby yours? As if all I was was not white, as if all my daughter was was white, as if I were a brown wet nurse feeding the baby, the only white drops of me.